Hemorrhoids can be a real pain in the butt, causing anal itching and burning and irritation. Get fast relief with all natural, doctor-developed and tested Anacool. Buy Anacool, A-N-A-C-O-O-L, on Amazon right now and save 15% with code WABC2024. Curtis Lewa. Curtis Lewa. Rip and read. Check this out. This is the Rip and Read featuring Curtis Lewa. Talking about now to the Bernard McGurk Studios of 77 WABC and Curtis Lewa. This is the Rip and Read. Padre, Filio, Spirito Santo. Ladies and gentlemen, we're back into the Holy Land. The continued battles as have existed for centuries between those who are considered to be the children of Israel, the Israelis, the Jews, and those who claim that you don't refer to it as Israel, it is Palestine. And we saw the battles transpiring just the weekend before when the Democratic Socialists of America, they really are socialists, but they have encrypted themselves into the Democratic Party. Their leader, Bernie the Altacaca Sanders, self-hating Jew, graduate of Madison High School right along Quentin Road, announced that as King of the Socialists, Israel was at fault. Yes, Israel was at fault. He used the terms that are constantly applied to the state of Israel. They're colonialists. They have put into place apartheid, the Zionists, oppressors, occupiers, all those words. And actually, a stream of support for the king of those who are opposed to the state of Israel began to click in. AOC, all out crazy, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez... She uh, signed on to that, uh, I'll call it the Bernie Altacaca Sanders Accord, along with Ben and Jerry, two Jews from New York also, who have pledged themselves to the Palestinian cause. Uh, Do they have a... By the way, uh, Justin Ellick, uh, have they created a special Palestinian ice cream uh, that Joe Biden is eating away at the White House that may have contributed to his dementia? Whatever. And all you got to do is track at the fact... That the Democratic Socialists of America decided to have an anti-Israel, anti-Jewish rally promoting the Palestinian cause and promoting Hamas just a day after the pogrom had been launched by the ruling government of Gaza, which is Hamas. And actually, Hamas is just one of three terrorist groups that operate there, Islamic Jihad and Fatah. And so they were down for the count. The referee, Arthur McCanny, was given the count, you know, count of eight, looked at DSA in the eyes. Some of them vacillated, said, no, no, we really don't support Hamas. We just support the Palestinian cause because Israel has been a colonialist, guilty of imposing apartheid, not only in the Gaza Strip, but in the West Bank. Zionists, Zionists does not mean we hate Jews because a lot of Jews are not Zionists, which is true. 
their oppressors and their occupiers. So they did a typical pivot and shift, a flip-flop. And then you saw them come out strong. Yes, Justin Ellick, they uh, it came out by the thousands. They took over, they occupied Times Square. They occupied the area outside the Israeli embassy on uh, 42nd Street and 3rd Avenue, uh, 2nd Avenue, actually, right as you work your way to the United Nations. And there was an organization, I'm surprised, Justin, you're not a part of, Jews for Palestine, that assembled on Friday night at Grand Army Plaza across from the library, Prospect Park, and the uh, the Ark. And they were pledging themselves to the Palestinian people, some of them even having signs up, Jews for Hamas. They should have taken a menorah and impaled themselves, but... This is so typical of Jewish folks. They're at odds with one another. The majority certainly in support of the state of Israel, but a small vocal minority, which just consistently does everything he can to make uh, Israeli life, Jewish life in uh, Israel, umiserable. And then they marched in front of the house of the Shmantapach Chuck E. Cheese Schumer, the Pisha, the Schmendrick, who that very morning was taking off for Israel with a bipartisan group of senators who were going to do nothing in Israel other than get FaceTime. Because let me tell you the reality. Justin, do you have your your number two pencil sharpened? Uh, let me uh, let you use some of the skills you could have learned at Baruch, like our own Sid Rosenberg and, yes, J-Lo learned. Even though they had a pro-Palestinian demonstration there, too. It's... Here's a college named after a Jew, Baruch. And the Palestinians took it over. And Jews for Palestine and Jews for Hamas took it over with the Shmatas and the Kafirs. You cannot depend on Jews alone. Let me break this down for you. You have in America now, all of America, I would say, if you did an analysis of the population basis... What are, we, what are we talking about uh, in terms of the number of Jews? We're talking about maybe, hey, 2% two, 2 of the overall population, minimal, right? 2%. And the Arab population is growing in leaps and bounds, although in our particular area, when you add up the Lebanese with the Syrians and the Palestinians, eh, it's just about, it's an even match. Because as I've been looking on the sidelines, I said, who is not involved in these in these rallies, whether for Israel or for the Palestinians and for Hamas. Black people are not. Hispanic people are not. White ethnic people are not. What I mean by white ethnic people, I'm talking about Irish, Italians, others. And the Asians are certainly not. So the mass majority of our population is not supporting Israel and they're not supporting those who claim that Palestine needs to go from... Uh, the river to the sea. Justin Ellick, that would mean there'd be no more Israel. What were they going to drive the Jews into the sea, right? From the river, the river Jordan to the sea, that would be no room for Jews. Time to move to Boca Raton and seek asylum uh, as asylum seekers in the United States, right? And, and where would you go? A limited number of places you can go where you're not always under attack. Let's look. Let's bifurcate the religions and what they've been saying about this. 
Justin, you think the Presbyterians are your friends here? Their General Assembly said that Israeli laws, policies, and practice constitutes apartheid against the Palestinian people. That's the Presbyterians. Let's go to the wannabe Catholics, uh, Catholic light, Episcopalians. The actions of Hamas was wrong, but decades-long occupation by Israel has spurred this on. That's the Episcopalians. You think they got your back? Let's look at the Lutherans. Oh, the Lutherans. Oh, and the Methodists believe that Israel is an occupying state of the West Bank, Gaza, and East Jerusalem. Now, why do they mention East Jerusalem? Because it's all about the real estate there in the Holy City. Oh, and they all battle one another over the real estate there. Now, what about my church, the Roman Catholic Church? What about the Vatican? What about the Archdiocese? What about all those elements? Well, I got to tell you, it's not favorable towards Israel, that's for sure. The Israeli foreign minister blasted the Vatican over the Hamas attacks because... The Vatican came out with a clear and unequivocal condemnation of the murderous actions of Hamas that then spent the rest of it attacking Israel's right of self-defense and the right to go to war against the Palestinian people. And again, remember, they're going to war against a government. Hamas was the elected government of the Gazian people, they voted for Hamas over Fatah and uh, the P- uh, Palestinian Authority of Yasser Arafat at the time. They haven't had an election since. I noticed we have people like Nikki Haley and everyone else saying, you know, the Palestinian people really don't want Hamas. They really, How do we know that? Have we quantifiably taken a poll that Palestinians hate Hamas, they hate Islamic Jihad, they hate Fatah, but they're forced to live in the box with them, right? Isn't that what they told us about Iraq? Isn't that what Bush uh, 43 told us? If we invade Iraq along with Dick Cheney, all the Shias, the majority of the population was going to welcome welcome the American troops with flowers, with candies. They were going to be celebrating. Yeah, they, they greeted us with IEDs and Kalashnikovs. Wake up, ladies and gentlemen. As Jews, you got to know who your friends are out there. And in listening to Sid Rosenberg, he was circling the wagons. He said, all there is is me, there's Mark Levin, and there's Ben Shapiro. Once again, Jews talking to Jews. There is one group that has not been tapped into, and that is the evangelicals. I can't say it enough. They are the majority of what are considered Protestants in the United States today, the majority, and they're a growing number, whereas the mainstream Protestant faiths are losing membership. The Presbyterians, the Methodists, the Lutherans, and the Episcopalians losing membership. The evangelicals that are about 95 million to 100 million of our citizens, that's a little less than a third of our population. They are pro-Holy Land. They are pro-Israel. They believe you study the Old Testament before you study the New Testament. They go on pilgrimages. They spend money in Israel. After the Second Intifada, they were the only ones visiting Israel. I know because I was there for two weeks broadcasting for the old WABC. I didn't see Jews from New York or New Jersey or Connecticut there at that time or Florida. So your real friends are the evangelicals. Has there been any attempt 
to reach out to the evangelicals? Let me just give you an idea, because at a time where the media was talking about Screwy Louis Farrakhan and the Million Man March that he conducted on the nation's national mall between the Washington Monument and the Lincoln Memorial, I was there broadcasting. There was not a million who showed up, about probably about 700,000. Then I came out to broadcast in 1997 for the Promise Keeper rally at that same National Mall. Its leader was the former coach of the University of Colorado. That's right, wrong way, uh, Lou Rafino. We keep talking about, oh, we keep talking about Neon Dion Sanders now that he's coached at the University of Colorado in Boulder. The guy who won a national championship there, I think it was 1994, or before that, 1990, was Bill McCartney. Catholic who came out of Detroit and then ended up leading the Promise Keepers. When they came to the Washington Mall, they superseded anything that the Million Man March had for Screwy Louis Farrakhan. They not only went from the Lincoln Memorial, they went past the Washington Monument. There were more than a million there. If only Jews would reach out to evangelicals, and let's say next Sunday, on a day of unity, once the evangelicals have gone to their church services, come out and rally together. The problem is that Jews are afraid that evangelicals spend their whole life trying to convert Jews. Well, they try to convert everybody. They've tried to convert me and everybody else who doesn't want to be converted. But the point is, they are the allies of the Jews. You cannot go it alone. You cannot say, oh, let's have a conversation, Jews versus Jews. Let's have rallies where only Jews are there and only some of the Jews, because if they're conservative, we don't want them. If they're Republican, we don't want them. Look, they even have a unity government in Israel now to put aside their differences. I am telling you, I'm not a holy roller. But if Jewish organizations would reach out to evangelicals and say, we need to have a unity march... At the Washington Mall in D.C., in New York City, in other cities around the country, you would have millions of supporters. Right now, when I look at the tail of the tape, the Palestinian cause is getting more people out in the streets in terms of support for them. And some of them are clearly identifiable as being self-hating Jews. Wake up, Jews. You can't do it alone. You need the evangelicals. They're ready. But you got to invite them into the fold. Hemorrhoids can be a real pain in the butt, causing anal itching and burning and irritation. Get fast relief with all natural, doctor-developed and tested Anacool. Buy Anacool, A-N-A-C-O-O-L. On Amazon right now and save 15% with code WABC2024. Hi, it's Ernie Anastas. You know, your thoughts can affect how you feel, and how you feel can impact your thoughts. Addressing your mind and body connection is the key to improving your overall wellness. Bergen Newbridge Medical Center is the largest hospital in New Jersey, providing comprehensive, equitable, compassionate, and high-quality emergency inpatient and outpatient medical care, plus mental health services and substance use disorder treatment. The Bergen Newbridge team can address your total health needs in one convenient location. Call 201-225-7130 for an appointment or newbridgehealth.org. Now, 
to the Bernard McGurk Studios of 77 WABC and Curtis Lewa. Curtis doesn't know about you, but he rips and reads. This is the Rip and Read. I know, I know that everybody wants to talk about the pending invasion by Israel into the Gaza and maybe uh, southern Lebanon and maybe Syria. But I got to tell you, we got an invasion going on here in our own country. And all of a sudden, that invasion is off the radar screen. The invasion continues by the thousands coming across the border from Mexico into Texas, New Mexico, Arizona, and California. And some of them are from terrorist countries. And people need to wake up and understand what's happening. Our mayor, Eric Adams, is down uh, at Bowling Green. I don't know why he goes there almost every day to raise a flag of a foreign country, this time of Guinea-Bissau, in the North Saharan deserts of uh, Africa, where they have active ISIS and al-Qaeda units. Now, they have, with the help of the United States Special Forces, been trying to repel them, but why would you be raising their flag when you're allowing illegal aliens in from Guinea-Bissau, you're allowing them in from, uh, from Mali, which has had insurrection in the sub-Saharan middle section of Africa, Mauritania, which has active cells of ISIS and al-Qaeda, where the Arabs in Mauritania have 10% of the black population enslaved. They still have slavery there. The Sudan, Chad, we can go right on through the line, okay? And so he's raising the flag of Guinea-Bissau, which makes absolutely no sense whatsoever. But I have been out there like Paul Revere, writing in advance, trying to warn you. The illegal aliens are coming. The illegal aliens are coming. They've been sent by their Papa Chula, Joe Biden, and by the Biden of Brooklyn, swagger man with no plan, Eric Adams, mayor of the illegal aliens, and their uh, their mother confessor who sees no wrong in what they do, Kathy Crimewave, Holcomb uh, governor of New York. And let's face it, Connecticut is a sanctuary state, so is New Jersey, sanctuary state. Uh, although half in the bag, Murphy has said, oh, we can't take in any more illegal aliens. Well, who knew that you even taking in any illegal aliens? Because you know that some, once they get into New York City, which is the epicenter of illegal alien activity, and they're processed at the Roosevelt Hotel, a lot of them decide, hey, let's go south over the Hudson. And we can go into areas where there are large Arabic-speaking populations like in South Patterson and other areas in Jersey City and such. Doesn't mean everybody hangs around in the five boroughs or waits to get uh, sort of outsourced to another migrant emergency resource center. But let's deal with the latest situation that is taking place. And I've been warning them. Warning them, 
Way back in February, I warned all of our listeners in Nassau County, I warned all of the elected officials, Republican and Democrats, that Eric Adams had his eyes on the Nassau County Coliseum to try to house illegal aliens there in Uniondale because he was in conversations with the guy who held the lease. And remember, there was a question that came from the joint legislative session in Albany from State Senator Monica Martinez, who represents Central Islip and Brentwood, hardcore socialists, who already knew the intentions of Eric Adams. It was reported that New York City is looking into Nassau Coliseum as a potential uh, housing for our asylum, you know, asylum seekers. Is that part of the New York City plan? Of course it was part of the plan. And immediately I was condemned for bringing that to the surface, although eventually everybody got on the same page. Bruce Blakeman, the county executive Republican, when I led those first demonstrations outside of Creedmoor, that's in the eastern part of Queens, only a mile and a half away from Nassau County. Oh, yeah, real close. And got arrested. Bruce Blakeman immediately in tandem with uh, Congressman Peter King, Senator Aldamado, others, uh, who forcefully said no illegal aliens to Nassau County, no illegal aliens for to Nassau County. To invite people in. Uh, who are undocumented with not knowing who they are, why they are here, uh, I think is very, very faulty. And it's something that we do not endorse here in Nassau County. And then the rapprochement after years and years of being at odds with one another, Senator Aldamato and yours truly, Curtis Sliwa, we broke the Italian bread, not the unleavened bread, the Italian bread at the annual Columbus Day Parade. I noticed they changed the name to Italian Heritage, a.k.a. Indigenous Peoples Day. Get out of here. It's Columbus Day Parade. At the very start, our live broadcast from our broadcast booth at 59th and 5th, where the parade was passing us by, Senator Aldamato came up and we made amends. Oh, Senator D'Amato here. Hold on a second. The best man fighting for New York and what's right to clean up the streets is Curtis Schliwa. And that comes from Al D'Amato. And I haven't always agreed with him, but he's doing one hell of a job. Curtis, keep it up. Thank you. Thank you. Former Senator Al D'Amato, a regular contributor to the 5 o'clock roundtable discussion here at WABC. And as many of you know... From time to time, Senator, we've been like two scorpions in a brandy glass. Today, the stingers are off. We're in solidarity. It's over. It's over. And I reached out to uh, Peter King over the weekend, and I said, Peter, they are now sending unmarked charter buses out of Creedmoor in the wee hours of the morning, and they are busing illegal aliens that were housed in that tent there to Port Washington, Manhasset, and Roslyn. I have uh, boots on the ground there. Human intelligence, something the Mossad and Shin Bet failed to utilize to protect Israel, something that our National Security Agency and the CIA don't do. Human intelligence, boots on the ground that have been telling me that these chartered unmarked buses are going into Creedmoor at about 2, 2.30 in the morning and taking small handfuls of the illegal aliens there. Remember, you have a thousand single able-bodied young men, all of military age, with nothing to do, nowhere to go. 
smoking weed, drinking cerveza across the street, driving their their motorbikes and their Vespas up and down the blocks, no curfew in effect. And they've been taking them very slowly and dropping them off at the Long Island Railroad stations in Port Washington, Manhasset, and Roslyn. And the, resp- the response I got back, uh, Justin Ellick from Peter King, I know he's on Wednesday, I believe, at, what, 840? Uh, oh, Pat Ryder of the Nassau County Police Department says that's not happening. Okay, here we go again. Here we go again. Human intelligence from Curtis Sliwa. The community newspaper that has 15, count them, 15 Pulitzer Prizes. Weekly paper, the leader, has reported on this. But Nassau County got it in check. Pat Ryder, oh, there's absolutely no truth to this. Really? Well, guess what? Next stop is they're coming to Great Neck and New Hyde Park and Floral Park. And they're coming to Elmont and Franklin Square. And they'll be in the backyard of uh, the place where our own Greg Kelly look up, uh, grew up. And yes, uh, for the most part, Rudy Giuliani, Garden City. It's just a matter of time. Wake up. And you know why it's happening? Because of Eric Adams. Eric Adams, instead of sitting down and trying to have a conversation with Governor Abbott, who con- controls the spigot, decided a month ago to double down on Governor Abbott, having called him a racist a year ago, and now he called him a madman. Started with a madman down in Texas, decided he wanted to bust people up to New York City. 110,000 migrants. We have to feed, clothe, house, educate the children, wash their laundry sheets. What do we have to wash their laundry sheets for? I, I, that, to me, that is so ridiculous. The point being is he doubled down on Abbott and Abbott doubled down back. He now sends, instead of the 4,000 every week from Texas to the Port Authority in New York, he sends 8,000. And they've been arriving. And all of this is going on and the backdrop is that the fire marshals of the fire department have served vacate notices on seven of the migrant centers because they're fire traps. The one we focused on in Staten Island and Grasmere in the shadow of the Verrazano Bridge, St. John Vila Academy, they've been served with the fact that the fire department says you have to vacate the premises. It is a fire trap. There are other locations in Staten Island where, likewise, those vacate orders have been issued. In fact, one already has been uh, cleared out. That is a, a school that exists there, not far from Stapleton, in which there were 500 single, able-bodied young men, and they've been cleared out. Now, where where were they transported to? We know where the intentions are to bring them, Midland Beach, the senior citizen long-term housing unit, because they rolled in the National Guard on Saturday. And the residents there, the rebels, they were protesting in the rain. Everything is going to focus on Midland Beach. They're going to try to sneak them in there. There's no doubt about it. Because Midland Beach, they got up to spec. The fire marshals have not... uh, issued cease and desist orders and vacate orders in Midland Beach. So I know, based on the fact that they moved the National Guard in, they've increased the number of police there, that is their intention. 
That will be the new battleground. It always gets back to Staten Island. But don't rest out in the rest of the city or surrounding areas where Eric Adams is intent on making his problem your problem. You got to be vigilant. He's got more illegal aliens coming in every day. He invited them here. He doesn't know how to turn off the spigot. And they're going to have to go somewhere. So if all of a sudden those buses arrive in the wee hours of the morning, And those illegal aliens are coming into your neighborhood. The time to organize is now. Staten Island has set the template. They're prepared. They're prepared to go to battle. And I don't mean physically, but in terms of civil disobedience, blocking streets, blocking bridges, because they're going to try to shove them all in the Midland Beach. And what a disgraciata and shanda that is. A place where they kicked out senior citizens from our greatest generation who had served in World War II. One Korean War vet, 97, in a wheelchair, and told them, tough nuggies, find new accommodations. We're turning this into a house for illegal aliens. So while all the attention is on the impending invasion of Israel into Gaza after Gaza invaded southern Israel, let me warn you, the invasion occurs here up next. I'm going to tell you how it is a easy pass for terrorists to strike us because they're already here. They're already here because Eric Adams, swagger man with no plan, is asleep at the wheel. Talking about- this is the Riffin' Read featuring Curtis Lewa. Now to the Bernard McGurk Studios of 77 WABC and Curtis Lewa. We've let our guard down, ladies and gentlemen, attacked in 1993, and then again, the mother of all attacks, 9-11. They're looking to run the table and hoping, hoping that the third time is the charm. The Islamists, the jihadists, who have flooded across our border. In fact... The one barrier that existed here in New York City in the aftermath of 9-11 was the special counterterrorism NYPD unit that was formed, a thousand members. They met at the Bush terminal, and you would see them rolling up and down the streets, sirens and all kinds of noise that they were making in marked cars, clearly alerting the terrorists that they were vigilant They were proactive and they were hunting them down along with the Hercules unit with the long guns, uh, the semi-machine guns, the body armor, the helmets, uh, and were a sight that brought a lot of comfort when you would go to major sporting events and also at major transportation hubs. But Eric Adams has reallocated them. There are no longer a 1,000 members assigned to counterterrorism activity, and listen to what he had told to Sid Rosenberg just last week. Instead of having five, six officers standing in front of the Empire State Building or standing at a particular location at Grand Central, we want to better deploy our officers. And we've had a massive shift in the deployment of officers. How stupid is that, right? Even Judge Napolitano weighed in on that and said, You're going to take the long guns away. You're going to take the Hercules unit away from Grand Central, from the Empire State Building, Penn Station, from major sporting events. Are you out of your mind? Curtis is 100% correct. 
People need to feel safe. Who the hell cares if people don't want to see long guns? You feel safer when you see the police out there at a moment uh, at a moment like this. And then on the heels of this report, the thousands of special interest aliens from the Middle East and the Persian Gulf countries have stopped at the southern border since 2021. You know, the individuals stopping that at our border entry points are La Migre, Immigration and Naturalization Service, ICE, which is uh, the uh, federal police in charge of protecting us in the aftermath of the attack of 9-11. Well, once again, Sid asked, well, how come you're not utilizing the resources of ICE? I don't think ICE is the front line and the last line of defense. Now, he doesn't think that ICE is the front line. They are the front line, you schmuck, you putz. You don't have New York City personnel down at the border. You don't have police down at the border vetting potential terrorists coming in. And that dynamic has changed. Today, Mayor Adams is at Bowling Green. I don't know who's piecing him off, who's paying him to go down there every day and raise a flag of a foreign country that he can't even find on a map. But today he's doing it for Guinea-Bissau in the sub-Saharan deserts of Africa. That's a country that has an active ISIS and al-Qaeda cell. And he's raising their flag. Because you see, the Democrats hate ICE. And ICE is our first line of defense. Remember what Andrew Evil Ice Cuomo told all of us over and over and over? New York State is the state that says we will not cooperate with ICE. They're a bunch of thugs. He politicized ICE. They're a bunch of thugs. We said we will sue them if they violate any criminal laws in the state of New York. How about elected officials? Kathy Crimewave Holcomb, Eric Adams, swagger man with no plan, mayor of the illegal aliens. How about supporting ICE, working with ICE, because they are the front line of defense at the borders, and they are the back line of defense, and you don't have anything available to you that is equivalent in terms of their ability to protect us nationally, regionally, and locally. Hemorrhoids can be a real pain in the butt, causing anal itching and burning and irritation. Get fast relief with all natural, doctor-developed and tested Anacool. Buy Anacool, A-N-A-C-O-O-L, on Amazon right now and save 15% with code WABC2024.